What up, guys? We are live. Bolt Bros, we are together once again. We <laughs> get into it, guys. I know what we're going to talk about today is a little bit about the running back state of how the running back market is. Um, we're also going to talk about just kind of a recap of the week. So you guys want to get into it? That's Let's right. Get into it. Let's get into it, boys. Bolt Bros, let's go. Let's go. Okay, bros, bolt bros, we are here. We are here. Yeah, I got, I got really hungry about your burrito video, dude. I, I know. Kept, I kept watching that video, Ooh. dude. Tell, take, talk a little bit more about that burrito video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it, and Thomas is right there with you, man. <laughs> he wants Thomas something. is all about it. He's like, man, <laughs> mouth is watering. Hey, you know what? Uh, yeah. So, um, Gigi's eight one eight. I had a, the pleasure of talking with uh, Jason, the owner of the or the starter of the pop up, and um he, he's like i found out he from los rios that he's like a huge chargers fan and stuff so i just kind of talked with him I was Thanks. like hey man i would love to just get sit and chat with you about uh what you got going on over here and uh yeah we set up a meeting and uh hung out with him and uh got to know him a little bit more and uh, as you saw from the video um yeah we're we're like it's man those burritos are fantastic dude yeah you know, he's got a they couple different great couple different types of uh, burritos he's got the steak and eggs uh and uh then he's got a chorizo con papas um and it's like it's oof it's pretty fire like i yeah. i need to order some more he has another uh, pop-up coming up um but every every once in a while he has a couple of like them so you just have to get your orders in through his instagram um yeah and you know i don't know fingers crossed maybe we can actually get him to come to thunder alley and make some burritos there oh my uh, god he would do so well so yeah, well he would do he would oh, dude he would collapse right there dude yeah, especially especially since he's a charger fan at thunder right. alley why not like yeah. like that's that's so we need to we need to make that happen and james give us yeah. your burrito idea uh <laughs> hey, man, everybody's hey, gotta hey. sign an nda for my my burrito idea. We can't release yeah. that to the public. It's too Come hot. On now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Come That's on too now. Much. Too much information. The IP yeah. is important, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, I love it, dude. I love it. That's right. Well, uh, um, well, that's awesome. I kind of wish I, I saw those burritos. By the way, I was sick last week. You guys yeah. all know that. I was guys, I was horribly sick. It was yeah. so bad. Couldn't even get out of bed for almost three days. Like I literally thought I was on my deathbed for a second. I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna ride a little, you googly, you know, on on the on the podcast, guys. Yeah. You know, we'll see, we'll see you in the other life. You know, that's about it for you me. At the crossroads, crossroads, Check, please. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Shoot. No, but um, we should recap what we also talked about this week too. I know we talked about also training camp, guys. Training camp. Yeah. I know James, you did a video on that. Who's going to be going to training camp? You know, we want to see you guys. Like the whole reason why we're doing this podcast is to to meet you folks, yeah. have a conversation. Training camp is so damn fun, guys. We met the brisket broads mm-hmm. day one. They right. will be there. And, you know, we want to meet you folks, right? So please come out and see us. We'll be there mm-hmm. day one. We'll probably be there the whole weekend, I think. I'm yeah. I know you will be, Kyle. You yep. live there. Yep. James, you thinking the same thing? Yeah, it starts on Wednesday. Uh, was it the 26th, I believe, yeah. is the first open practice? Yeah. Um, so on a Wednesday, so like my plans is, yeah, I want to be there day one, probably go through the weekend. That's what I want to do. So, yep. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I really yep. definitely want to make that happen. And, and the thing too, guys, you sign up for tickets, you know, generally they have a pretty good seating there and everything too. Um, I mean, it was a really good crowd all around last year too. I mean, I remember the Pat McAfee show kind of referenced that and they were like, wow, they're saying Chargers fans don't have any fans or Chargers don't have any fans, but check out this image. And it just packed. Yeah. down there there it's it's a cool experience because you get to interact get a little bit hype for the season you get to see the chargers playing yeah you get to get autographs by some of the players that come over and try to like yep. you know sign shirts or hats or posters or whatever it might be yeah, i mean sign your it's, chest, you know just yeah yeah exactly head. yeah you get it yeah you get a neck tat dude you could get <laughs> justin herbert's name on your your neck and then you, there you go pat it up yeah you know, it's it's cool man it's just a really really good time and it's a great time to meet you know all the crews there podcasters and everything too it's just an awesome time. awesome time guys yeah awesome. we, gotta make it happen. we also met the uh locked on chargers yep. uh good it was a dan and uh I, I can't remember the other guy's name yeah 
Um, and yeah. we've got Chargers chat there um, as well. So it's like, I mean, any guys you listen to, come out and, and you'll be able to to meet them as well. So it's, it's good times. Yeah. You know? It is. It is. Oh, so definitely. We got we got Audio Falcon Mind up in here. Yay. Oh, what's what up, guys? Up, hey, you guys had a great draft. You guys had a great draft. We need we need to probably get you on a pod here from us as mm-hmm. well, too. So, yeah, we want to we want to chat with you folks. That's right. Um, and also, you talked about Brandon Staley. You did another video on that as well, too, James. Um, look, I, you know, in, in the comments below, folks, even after this live, uh, what do you think about Brandon Staley? What do you think about the video James did this week about Brandon Staley? I know, guys, not a whole lot of news is coming out. That's why we're doing a video about running backs, how players are getting paid, why players are getting paid so little, why players are getting paid so much. Uh, we're going to go through the business side of this conversation. But maybe give us some thoughts, you know, maybe again on, on Brandon Staley. And then in the comments below, guys, what do you think about Brandon Staley? Is he your guy? Is he not your guy? And why? Yeah. And then uh, go from there. Yeah, you know, and I did the five things that we want to see from Brandon Staley for 2023. And, you know, it's it's weird because, like, the media, once again, loves kind of, like, you know, starting a fire under a yeah. coach's, you know, butt or player or whatever it might be. And, you know, they just try to think Brandon Staley's the guy that's holding back this team kind of thing. And I, I personally I don't think that. I think this team yeah. is being – a lot of players are bought into his system. Um, yep. And I think they've really, really – like him as a coach. I think the organization likes him as a coach. I think, you know, him and Telesco actually work pretty well together, which I think has been a struggle for Telesco uh, to be able to have a consistency of a, of a head coach that actually knows what he's doing. Um, So I I think it's one thing that I, I I mean, I said things like overall decision-making, basically player usage during games, game strategy, um, you know, being a little bit more big ball Staley, I think would be a great thing too. Uh, for the season, especially if this offense is extremely dominant, which yep. we all expect that. Um, basically having the dominant Brandon Staley defense from the 2020 era of the uh, Rams, he basically had a phenomenal, phenomenal defense all around. Obviously, he's got Aaron Donald over there that was making a big difference there too. The one thing that I did not really state about was really just running defense we need to find that we need to find that some level not even i'm saying a top 10 situation just a top 20 would be fine for us in my opinion um i'll take that all day um getting a uh a lot of sure wins for once versus having these barely wins yeah we we lose big and we barely win basically yeah we win (laughs) barely yeah we win barely yeah yeah Yeah, we win barely and so we got to stop that. And then we need to see a playoff run. Um, I think we could have done that last year. We went to bed, but it is what it is. Um, and then we need to beat the Chiefs. And that's what's going to really dictate what this team could really go and how far this team can go, potentially in division side of things. So, yeah, I don't know. To me, Brandon Staley's a great coach. I think he's a solid coach. There's a lot of people that are 50-50 about the guy. Uh, oh, yeah. But I personally think, hey, look, the root of it is he hasn't had a losing season. He's giving your team a chance to be able to get to the playoffs, to get a chance to get to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. We've had so many guys in our team, like, let's say, Anthony Lynn. Uh, you know, he had a 12-4 and season one time, did get a playoff win, ended up losing in the division round, but really hasn't had very much consistency as a coach. He did have a nine and seven and then just became two losing seasons at that point. Didn't really have consistency. We need to find consistency. Marty Schottenheimer was consistency for this team. We were consistently looked as one of the best teams, consistently going to be able to win a division, consistently be able to get into the playoffs. That's what I want to see with this team. And I think we got their guy, at least Brandon Staley, I think is that guy that could be that dude for us. And I want to be able to see a coach for the next 10 plus years at the helm for the Chargers. Stop with yeah. this every yeah. four years change kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm 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 on board with Brandon Staley, so I think we'll be good with him. Yeah. And Herbert, yeah, that's that's a really good point, right? I, I <laughs> you're you're awesome, buddy. Aether. And I'm gonna get to your thoughts here as well, too, in a few seconds. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll, I'll drop a couple thoughts. I like Staley as well. Again. Again, you know my frustrations with Lombardi. Lombardi, yeah. it's funny. I watched the whole season over. I'm going to do a video on offense and defense, the five things that need to be done on offense, five things that need to be done on defense. Probably do it one, one a week. Um, yeah. I'm going to break down the things that I think need to happen. But, you know, offensively, you know, we got really too timid. 
uh, that wasn't on Staley, right? Staley's a defensive head coach and he let Lombardi run it. Um, I think towards the end, he tried to step in and help a little bit. Yeah. But part of the problem is that there's only so much you can do. And also yeah. there were so many damn injuries. Herbert was hurt. He needed to check the ball down. And that's why Eckler became important. It's partially why I want to talk about it, where we should talk about Eckler today, why he's not getting paid as much money as he could potentially be getting paid. Um, but it, it, it's an important, interesting conversation in the state of the NFL. And it goes, it'll, it goes to your comments as well. So Kyle, any other thoughts on that before we go to Aether's question? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, literally, I mean, Staley is definitely the guy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's the guy that has been consistently giving us the chance to get into the playoffs. Um, and a lot of people forget that. Yeah, like he gives us heart attacks every once in a while because of uh, those gutsy calls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, I was hey, thinking about that Browns game. Browns game. Yep. yep. Going oh, yeah. for on fourth down. And I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that, and that was lucky. That, 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 that was very lucky of us. Very for sure. lucky. But uh, I mean, hey, I I support him, man. Like 100. Like James has hit it, hit the the nail on the head. Is that yeah, like. We have not seen the organization. Hey, that's Tom Telesco's burner Let's account go. right there. Tom yeah. Telesco. Tom Telesco. He's in. That's right. That's right. Well, he better be in. Yeah, he's all in. It's true. He just said it's it's Tom T. That's right. So, yeah. What up, Tommy? Hey, you got to right, get on the Tom. pod, dude. <laughs> hey, hop on the pod. We want to chat, baby. Let's go. That's right. That's right. Um, I know. I, I'm just I, we're all stoked for Brandon Staley always and stuff. So I, I'm I'm just as excited for this year as I was for last year. So agreed. Let's agreed. go, baby. Well, and the good thing is, is I think we have more depth on both sides of the ball, right? I think we got plenty of people. It'll be interesting. I'm excited to see how this team gets constructed. And again, guys, you all know this is there. This is five weeks of pretty much no information. I mean, we may get a signing or two here and there, but yeah. veterans don't want to sign before camp typically because why sign yeah. before camp? You know, like what's the point, right? Yeah. So. Um, and Aether, yeah, here's your questions. Uh, Andrew, my baby. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate your honesty last week when you took Herbert's side. Look, here's the thing. He's got to get paid, man. And, and you know, we're going to go through the numbers on this. It's actually a really cool breakdown of the business side of the NFL and who gets paid and who doesn't get paid. And right now, running backs are getting screwed. Uh, just so you know, just a real quick stat. Um Let's see. Uh, the top, okay, in the 11, in since 2011, at least 60% less growth in every position. And the run, oh, sorry, I read that wrong. Uh, running backs market lacks growth. The top 10 running backs has only grown by 12% in 11 years or since 2011. And yeah. every other position in the NFL has grown by at least 60%. So Crazy. probably important for me to read correctly, guys. So I apologize about that. <laughs> was that? Was that? Oh, we're here having a mild stroke. Let me check my heart rate here. Here we oh, go. Hey. Yeah. Well, was that? Was that a, a teleprompter uh, problem or was that an operator problem? It was an operator problem. Because okay, right, right. It was an operator yeah. problem. Yeah, but but uh, but let's go into it. Let's talk a little bit about uh, Austin Eckler here, right? You know, and again, he's our boy, man. I mean, okay. First of all, I want to ask the question in the in the chat, right? Again, we are live. Are you guys excited and happy that we have Austin Eckler back? I think it's going to be a pretty simple answer. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, we might want to talk a little bit about what we think um, also is going to be the actual order of running backs. Running back one, running back two, running back three. I think it's pretty easy to say it right now. But I do think the number two position is probably in doubt with uh, Joshua Kelly and then obviously Isaiah Spiller. So, who would you rank uh, as the running back one, two, and three right now? So, James and Kyle, what are your thoughts? And then in the chat, what do you guys think as far as running back one, two, and three? Yeah, you know, and I, 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 it's easy to go into camp just saying, obviously, Joshua Kelly's that guy. But personally, in my opinion, that's going to be a great battle to be able to see who's going to be the two and the three. Um, I mean, and the thing about it is it's not bad to have a three-headed monster if we could have three really solid running backs. And so, you know, Isaiah Spiller obviously seems like there's getting a lot of hype with him. And you have to be able to see something from him this year because it, let's say if we are going to walk away from Austin Eckler after the season, we need to be, be able to see Isaiah Spiller do something and yep. know that he's that guy. 100%. You know, so I think it's kind of going to be a good battle to see. I'm going to say that Joshua Kelly is going to be the two still going into the season. Yeah, yep. but I think there's going to be a good like separation of having 
the two is almost like a 2A, 2B kind of position where they might actually utilize both of them, maybe even at the same time. Double double back, uh, double running back sets. I don't put one in fullback, one in running back. I don't know. Maybe they'll do some weird things because Kellen Moore's talked about he's got a lot of options now. He feels like he has a lot more than he could work with than he had at the Cowboys. So I think there's going to be some unique things that he's going to try with this team. So yeah, I don't know, Kyle, I what's your thoughts? I mean, yeah, I mean... For me, I feel like it's kind of easy to say Austin Eckler's going to be the one. Joshua Kelly is going to be two. Isaiah yep. Spiller could be three. Uh, because we haven't really seen much come out of Roundtree too much. I mean, yeah. but then again, I mean, you know, it's really going to be a battle uh, until yep. you know, like until the the season is done, though. You know, it's like, I mean, yep. so Joshua Kelly's got to step up. He's got to sh- prove that his... He is who he is, and Roundtree is who he is, and Spiller probably is. He's still in his contract a little bit, but he can get let go at any point. I feel like you know, but um, yeah, I mean, Eckler is definitely going to be the number one. So like, there's yeah, no question. But he's going to be a what we call a wide back, not a wide uh, running back or, or a wide receiver. You know, he's kind of a mixture yeah. of the two. So. Yeah. Yep. And I like the idea here by Tom Telesco here, phone, phone. Yeah. Hunt, when you deal five million. <laughs> by the way, I do not want to sign. I read an article just this morning that Austin Eckler and uh, Ezekiel Elliott are training right now. So, guys, just so you know, these guys are still oh, training, boy. right? They're oh, out boy. doing their thing. Oh, yeah. And so, my point is, I would rather have someone like a Kareem Hunt yeah. um, that you could sign. Um, yeah, I don't want. I do not want Zeke. What do you guys think in the chat? I just, man, I just can't do it. I, well, and I, I did see Austin Eckler working out with Melvin Gordon and Melvin Gordon's yeah. just trying to find some sort of opportunity right now, yeah. which, you know, we all know what Melvin Gordon does. Um, he loves to fumble at the goal line and then screw everybody yes. over. And that's like, that's a specialty dang near. Like, he loves it. He loves it. He loves it. I, I don't understand why you don't know your weaknesses and make it a strength and he does it every freaking time so yeah i, I think just because players are working out with you, each other doesn't mean that they're i'd hope that we're not going to sign zeke elliott unless we get zeke elliott of 2018 or 2019 yeah. i think is actually one of his last good seasons but it, it's just you know and i don't know if you brought up the charts or anything that we had about just talking about the regression of running backs yeah yeah i, I, I brought it up have it. i brought it, got up. it up right here yeah yeah, yeah, okay. we got up here. So let's let's go to Aether's comment real quick. Um, yep. uh, so <laughs> again, so what, one thing I will say too, I but will he, say he, this. Here's oh. the here's the running back group right here. RB one's James, RB two's Kyle, and cold blooded. That's cold blooded. So I, I'm running back two. Then is that what's no, going no, no. on? You're one. I'm two. Yeah, you're one. Oh. Yeah, and then oh, okay. Andrew's one, baby. right there, let's baby. Go. Yeah. I'm number three. Oh, hell no. Oh, Let's hell go. no. <laughs> hey, Dude. you know what? No, you can be the fullback, Andrew. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. All right. That's right. That's right. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, Xander, I'll Xander Horvath over here. Yeah. 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 yeah so, the one, so you brought up Horvath. He was actually going to be one of my guys. I actually think Horvath yeah. could get in the rotation pretty heavily as well, oh, too, right? Dude, he um, needs to. He, they, yeah. we, oh, gosh. Like, if we get him out there more, come on, man. That would just, that would just make everything so much better. Yeah, well, because look, look, he's a bruiser back, right? Again, you guys yeah. remember the draft last season, Falcons. I'm not sure if they, the, the Alley Falcon minds are still in here, man. They they got uh, my boy out of BYU. Either Algier. Um, yeah. Algier, dude, and that guy Bajon is a freaking too. And Bajon. And Bajon. Yeah, they got too much. Yeah. But yeah. they also know you can get a running back cheap now, guys. So, right. So let's go into the economics of the NFL right now, I, and I think this is kind of why we want to have this. Oh, by the way, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't go through uh, Aether's question here so, or uh, his comment. This is good. So Aether, Herbert, okay. six years, three hundred thirty-four million, two hundred five guaranteed, fifty-nine, uh, fifty-six million a year. Burrow, six years, three hundred fifty-six million, two hundred twelve million guaranteed, fifty-nine million a year. I think it makes sense. Now, the only argument I would say is that. I think their agents are probably waiting to see who signs first, right? Because uh, let's say Herbert signs first, then then Burrow's agent can probably get a little more money than that. Well, let's say Burrow yeah. signs first, yeah. then Herbert is going to start trying to get more money and say, well, yeah. you know what, whatever. Yeah. Joe Burrow's an idiot, you know, or yeah, you know, yeah, say whatever yeah. they got to say to pitch, you know, Herbert over him, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know. and, and Larry, we're going to let that one slide, okay? We're going to let that one slide, Larry. <laughs> Just so you know, we're going to let that slide. <laughs> I'll say one thing about the uh, the the Burrow Herbert contract, though. I think there's 
everybody's got an ear to the ground of what they're expecting and what they're 100%. going to get. Yep. And so everybody, I think, really probably knows what they're going to get already. I think it's possibly more of just my hopes is what's going to happen is that maybe a couple days before training camp happens, they bring in Herbert, they sign him, it's done, and it's over with. Not even an issue going into yeah, exactly. camp like it was yep. with Derwin James last year. Cool. Now, it didn't affect Derwin James's performance at all, but you do want to say you're captain of your team offense, yep. the guy who's going to make this engine run, get him situated at the quarterback position. A guy that has a torn labrum coming back from that surgery, had some injury issues and everything from last year, but still worked through it. You just hope that it just doesn't become an issue going into camp at all. You want it to be 100%. over with at that point. Yeah. So and you I don't want it to get cantankerous either. Yeah. Know? Right. Right. Absolutely. So yeah. Anyway. So let's, yeah, let's get into the business side. And by the way, real quick, out of your Falcon mind, I dude, that combo is ridiculous. You're you yeah. guys are lucky. Um you know, yeah. and, and by the way, we're so excited to have Mike Will back, you know, and I know there's some so many there's still so many fans. I had two fans like this week message me about why the hell did Brandon Staley leave, leave him into the game and he got hurt and like injuries happening in the NFL, you know, right. the team was not playing well offensively. Right. And I think I think Brandon Staley wanted some momentum going into the playoff game. But, but you know, it's it's gonna be interesting. Is yeah. is uh is phone phone saying Mike will back as in when he got his back injury? Is he is he referencing the back injury from uh week 18? <laughs> oh no, 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 he's probably saying Mike Williams is back, yo. Oh, oh, right. oh he's back. Oh he's back. back. Okay, got it. You know, That's and right. by the way, there are some discussions, and before we this let's we can put the putting a button on the whole Herbert conversation too. There's some discussions also, like, is it it's harder to build a team around somebody when when like 20% of your salary cap goes to one person, right? right. Mm -hmm. yeah. That one person is so valuable that it's very difficult to you can't pay, you know, an Austin Eckler, you can't pay a Mike Williams, you can't pay a Keenan Allen, you can't pay a Q what he's eventually gonna want once his rookie contract's gonna be done. That's my point, right? So it's it's tough. And Brandon Saylor was specifically asked about this. He said, Hey, you know, can you win? with paying Herbert what he wants to get get paid? And the answer is yes. But you know what he said? He said, you have to do it in the draft. That is very important because you need rookie contracts and people to step up. The Chiefs do it. That's what the Chiefs do very well. That's what the Falcons, or not the Falcons, the um, uh, Eagles, the other bird team, yeah. did really well. So, you know, uh, that's my point, right? You know, uh, so again, it's, guys, it's a money thing. We're going to go into that right now. So, okay. Man, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of bird team, by the way, if you think about it. I know. It. There's a lot of Cardinals, Cardinals Seahawks, <laughs> Eagles. What else we got? Eagles, uh, Falcons. Falcons, yeah. There's yeah. got to be some more, though, right? Man, that's a lot yeah, of birds. Yeah. A lot of birds. That's right. Se bird, Seagulls? bird, bird is the word. I don't know. <laughs> Seagulls. But Seagulls. No, no, they're, 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 you got to remember to pronounce the Seacocks. Okay, guys, so oh, yeah. here we go. So check <laughs> this out, guys. This is the exponential value of contracts per position in the NFL from 2001 or man, I cannot speak to that. I'm having, am I, am I having a stroke still? 2011 <laughs> know, to 2023. It's, it's the sickness is still getting in your brain. It's, 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 there, a yeah. sickness. it's a sickness, right? So as you can see here, guys, right? The red line, that's the halfbacks. They are not getting paid much more money than they ever get paid period. Yeah. And I think there's some discussions around the collective bargaining agreement. You know, Matt Money Smith talked a little bit about that, but I think a big part of it is that also halfbacks are not as important to the NFL offenses that are being run right now. Yeah. And they get hurt. We're going to go through more of the statistics on that as well, too. But, you know, it's it's a really interesting thing to see how position groups, I mean, even tight ends, guys. Look at tight ends are barely, I mean, they're going up exponentially, but not by a lot, much over the uh, running backs as well, too. So, you know, it's, Anyways, there's a lot to discuss here. What do you guys think? What do you guys think in the uh, in the uh, thoughts as well too in the chat? You know, it, it, and I'll just say for myself, you you look at a couple different players like Saquon Barkley, yep. Josh Jacobs. You know, they're guys that are just getting you know franchise tags. And I saw that Josh Jacobs basically was kind of like, I think he like tweeted out saying saying something like "shake my head" or "it's a shame" or something like that. Like. Yeah. It seems like the Raiders are like, hey, man, like you're going to be franchise tag, and that's it. Um, Saquon yeah. Barkley had a great season last year after I was saying, I don't know if the dude's going to be good at all. I don't know if Dable's going to actually unlock this guy at all. Who knows? Great season. But it seems like a lot of these guys just want to just get rid of a running back after about five years, pretty much, especially right. if they're in a yeah. first-round situation. 
I mean, Dalvin Cook, we could kind of dig a little bit more into that and kind of why that potentially even happened, too. Yeah. So, and you even got to say Jonathan Taylor. That's another guy. Phenomenal season last year. Did not have a good season at all. Yeah. Um, he did Jonathan Taylor win an MVP. Was he MVP? I think, he, or that, or it was something major. Uh, like he, no, I don't know he, he did, he, but he may have been offensive player of the year or something. Yeah, maybe it was that. I don't know, but I remember that he had like a phenomenal season. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, just great. But I mean, once again, that's a guy that kind of seemed like fell off all of a sudden. Yeah. Bad season last year. And, you know, did actually get some accolades. Yeah, I think it's 2021. He had 1,811 yards, 18 touchdowns. So that was like the same year that he got into uh, Pro Bowl. And Austin Eckler pretty much had very similar stats in the sense as total yards and didn't yep. get, even get to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yep. So, yeah. Either way, yeah, it's have, like there's a lot of people that just want to kind of move on from running backs after the first five, and that's it kind of thing. Well, and, and, and that's – yeah, I got a chart that we're going to go into that as well too. And, guys, that's a big part of it, right? It's the fact that, look, at the end of the day, you start declining. Your body goes down pretty quick, and, you know, your value drops rapidly. And you got to remember Eckler's 28 when the season starts. And, yeah. you know, and I will give the Chargers credit, right? So one of the things about Eckler's contract is – He's had incentives that we gave him every year of his contract. So yeah. he's been making those incentives. Now, the Chargers did not have to give him those incentives, that $1.75 million. Yep. So, and, and and Eckler was very clear. He said, you know what? They didn't have to do that to me. And he said, he said, good on them for doing that. He said, but I got to go out and prove myself again. Okay, great. Go do it then. He's motivated. Another guy that's motivated is K-9, Kenneth Murray. He's He's got to step up. He didn't get his fifth-year contract. I remember Derwin James talked to him about that as well, too. And he said, look, he said, we, we think we leave things on the field in the field, but we you know let the office work on the office. It's a two different conversation. So my point is there's a business side to this conversation and it's it's interesting. So uh, let's break it down by um, also position, too. Right. So uh, and uh, actually, let's, let's let's leave it. There we go. There we go. Perfect. So let's just show it this way for just a second. Yeah. But this is percentage of growth per position. No mistake there, folks. Quarterbacks are number one. They're going up. I mean, let's think that's your stock portfolio, right? Yo, 288%. Hell yeah, I'll take that all day. That's cryptocurrency, son. And then you got guards protecting your biggest asset. Then you got tight ends, which is interesting because the tight ends haven't really been growing exponentially a whole lot, but clearly they've been going up now because they're being used more because they're an extra offensive lineman. Plus, they have an offense, uh, a, a you know, ability. Yeah, yeah. Edge. It's definitely you know, a, a, a multi-skill position that's actually became Correct. very valuable to uh, teams for sure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's 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 a really interesting conversation, right? But then running backs are just down at the bottom. They're abysmal, right? Yeah. Look at the top contract in 2011 to 2023. 112. Yeah. percent That's not much money, folks. And so. Right. Yeah. You know, again, it's it's something to look at and think about for just a second and just go, okay, this is the business side of the NFL, folks. And and like, I like that because I have an MBA. I think it's really interesting seeing, you know, how how businesses are run, why they're run a certain way, why they pay people out the way they do. Um, uh, and I, you know, I like it. It's it's a good conversation. So, what are your thoughts in the uh, in the chat below about this? Uh, this is it fair? Not fair? What are your thoughts? And I'll show you this last last screen right here as well, too. It's actually very interesting to me to see that the interior defensive lineman is the second highest of all those positions, too. So just under the quarterback, you know, the you know, they were getting paid 30 million a year as a yep. top contract. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that. But that's um, it's really interesting to see, though, too, like how how every all the, the business side of things are valuing running backs because of, I yep. guess, the injury and stuff I, I imagine is why they they don't pay them as enough because they just get injured so fast you know yep um and that's it's kind of sad to see though because like look I, I i knew we were talking about running backs today so i had to wear the lt today LT, <laughs> baby. also because it was a birthday recently so it's like right. you know, and so i'm just like you know like it's it's sad because we kind of we're watching chargers like play at one of like the, the most magical times of our team history. And that was with, you know, the 2006 to eight season, you know, with, with LT Philip rivers, Antonio Gates out there, man, 
just watching LT just kind of just like break all these ankles and stiff arm dudes yeah. like into the ground and stuff. That was so magical to watch, you know, like yeah. and then at the same side, even Adrian Peterson was out there with the Vikings doing the same thing. So yeah. it wasn't just LT being amazing. It was like, but seeing like great running backs is so great. And yeah, yeah. It, it is such an important part of the game. And it's just like, it's sad that they're, they're not actually doing all this, like trying to build them up a little bit more, you know? So like, yeah. cause Melvin, you know, I, to, Melvin Gordon talked about it. It's just like, it yep. sucks right now. So, yep. It, and it does. And it, it's, it's, it's an, well, I mean, how many times did we even rushed the ball last season? We were right. like dead last, right? Oh, our, yeah. our, but, but again, Austin Eckler's example is that he's not really a running back, right? He's more of a wide receiver. He led our, <laughs> he yeah. led our team in, in receptions. Yeah. So, you know, the argument could be made, look, there's a lot of value there and we need to start throwing some more value out there as well too. So, you know, I think, I think there's a lot of things to be said. Um, really about that man i mean i i just yep. i truly believe that you know unfortunately we, we live in a time where running backs are not getting paid but you know money is allocated the way it's allocated during offenses one of the things i'm going to talk about on my on my top five things that we need to do um this season for the chargers to have a better offense is really break down making it simpler and easier for players to execute their roles again i think lombardi did a very poor job of making it easy for players to do a good job one thing I would easily say is blocking. If, if it's a pass block, let's make it the same pass blocking every time. Just yeah. do not. It's it's one call or two calls. But if you remember last season when um, uh, our center went down, Will Clapp came in. Man, the coverages were weird. There were yeah. just a lot of weird things, a lot of gap runs. It made it complicated for people to do their job so they could play fast. You, you want to shut your brain out and just hit the guy and move. Um, yep. And and I think that's really what Kellen Moore is going to do. He's going to make coverage schemes very simple. So if anyone steps in, people come in, they can do their job very easily and effectively. I just really feel like it's it's he's going to make it very simple. And it's a big part of the offense moving forward. What up, Zach? Good to see you, Zach. What's up? What's up? How What's we up, doing? Zach? Yeah. Did you, uh, you want to speak a little bit more about that chart that you talked about the first five, next five? Seasons oh, for the running backs. I, I, yeah, I yeah, oh yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah we can if you yeah. want to. Yeah, here, let, let me pull it back up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. you know, and it, the thing about it is, is like the, going back to the Ladanian Tomlinson years, man. Like I, Andrew and I were actually at the game when Ladanian Tomlinson yes. broke the record, yes, and we it, you could see AJ Smith on the sidelines, yeah, like all celebrating right in the yep. background of that and everything. And man, that was just an electric time of of football for the Chargers and. You know, that the thing is, though, that I loved about being a season ticket holder at that time, being at Qualcomm, Jack Murph, whatever you want to call it as, you know, when LT had the ball in his hands, you just thought he was going to take it to the house every time. Yeah, he was and so good. The guy was just a phenomenal, phenomenal running back. And the coolest part of it is, is after the games, we'd always go to the Dave & Busters right off the uh, 805 and uh, the 8, so I believe. Yep. And LT would be there with a bunch of kids that he brought to the game. Yep. And he'd have dinner with him and everything like that. You could see LT. Like, I mean, the dude is just an absolute, just awesome, awesome guy. Just a great dude all around, man. Yeah. And uh, guy's a great player and still is a really good dude to this day. So, uh, I, man, I, I always will cherish those 2,000 years for sure. Yep. It yeah. It was great. For sure. So, but I do think, I know you're putting up comments. I don't know if you want to chat about those or not, but. I was going to say something about this whole chart right here. And this kind of comes true to a lot of running backs. And this is why these running backs in their fifth year are not getting paid a whole heck of a lot. There's a there's a, a natural regression at, as a player at that point. Especially mm -hmm. the guys getting, you know, 350, 400 touches, basically a year of whatnot, running, catching, whatever it might be. He's getting beat up. He is getting beat up. And so he starts losing you know, his speed or starts losing his ability to move around. He's just got a lot more creaks in his body. His, the, tear, the, the tread on the tire starts going away a little bit. So <laughs> if you look at the stats here, <clears throat> the rushing grade diminishes after five seasons. There's dips there. There's yards per carry yeah. dips. The explosive rush rate dips. All these stats right here dip at this point. It was interesting thing that why Dalvin Cook got 
released. I think he got released because they're just trying to pay Justin Jefferson. Yep. They had to find a way to free up money. But right. he did have the worst stuff rate in the NFL. So what that basically uh-huh. means is yards without gains or zero or negative base yards. So he was at like 28% or something like that as a stuff rate. So he was the worst in the league of having zero yards carries, if you want to say, or negative yards. So that's a big thing. That's one thing that they probably just said, hey, look, he's not doing his job as much as we thought. We need to also pay Justin Jefferson because he is one of the best receivers in the league. So right. it's just crazy to see that. This this chart right here is eye-opening. Why the running back market is this way. This is the perfect example of why it's this way. Um, the numbers don't lie, pretty much. So yeah. yeah, and you know, Barkley made less on his fifth-year option in 2022 than his average alley, uh, his rookie deal. Crazy. At, it's nuts, right? And so, jeez. Oh, so he made less money off his rookie deal per year, right? And so, yeah. you know, Jonathan Taylor was kind of the same thing, right? I mean, he got a new agent because he wasn't getting the money he wanted dude like it's it's crazy you know christian mccaffrey probably the only reason why christian mccaffrey made a bunch of money was because he's pretty young right he's a younger player yeah um that's about the only reason right you know four year what was it four year six sixty four million dollar extension which is bananas yeah and they traded away like the farm right but yeah you know you know you can argue well he's 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 a talented running back right but it is interesting to see so you know for sure i think um and going to Aether's question here, right? Um, yeah. This is an interesting one as well, too. Um, uh, the NFL's an idiot. No team ever going to win the Super Bowl throwing 55 times a game. Well, yeah, yes and no, right? I mean, I think, again, the whole point of the NFL is is offenses are created to create space and matchups. You know, you want one-on-ones. And, again, it's why it's so important to read the, the defense – pre-snap read is because okay this the guy's gonna be open in the flat this guy should be open i know they're gonna do you know i know what routes they're gonna run is the safety still in the middle is the safety open is the safety closed there's a lot of things you can see someone's gonna be open on the field right and it's up to the quarterback to distribute the ball properly so you can technically do that but you know that would just mean that they have probably crappy cornerbacks but most teams are trying to scoop up cornerbacks now that's that that is on the upper trajectory. Um, I will say this though, to your point, Aether, what you're probably getting at is good NFL teams have a balanced offense. Yeah. And you look at the Niners, you look at like even the Cowboys, right? I, I don't, the NFC, in my opinion, plays a very different form of football than the AFC. AFC is yeah. more aired out, you know, get the ball downfield. Um, but I think the NFC is a little more balanced and simple. And I think that's really one thing I like about Kellen Moore coming to the Chargers. Right. Because I think we'll be we'll be somewhat more balanced. I still think we're gonna be 60-40. We're gonna pass more than run, but I think we're gonna do more disguising and keeping things very simple. So yeah. 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 So agreed. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, that, folks? That makes a lot of sense though. I mean, and, and the thing is though, like I think it was Larry basically saying it's a 50 50 hundred percent got it gotta be balanced all around now i think the thing about it is is that yeah we're gonna have a much more balanced attack this year i think we do have a very good running back room i think that spiller is kind of one to be found out of who we really got with this guy but i i do think that it's going to be a really more of like a 2a 2b kind of situation they're going to rotate people in kind of like what they did with sony michelle and joshua kelly it was like kind of situational like okay you get fourth drive as the running back and then kelly you'll get the fifth drive as the running back and then oh we'll go back to austin eckler and just kind of blend him in throughout that entire time too so i think it's just going to be a big like three-headed monster kind of situation with them um so i don't know it's got to fit got to get figured out we need that balance we lost at jaguars games because we had no balance and yeah also you can blame that we didn't really have receivers too on the field other than you know keenan allen and uh well gerald everett happy birthday by the way um yep that's right his birthday also too and and austin eckler that's kind of all we really had and so we need to find balance somewhere or another and I, i i really feel that we're going to find it this way I, I do think that our offense probably could be a little bit more pass heavy this year because we have so many weapons at wide receiver, though. 
Like, true. It's an overloading situation, in my opinion. You got if you got a healthy Mike Will, healthy Keenan Allen, a QJ out there, uh, a Davis, a Palmer, a Eckler. I mean, dude, pick your poison. You know, yeah. pick your poison. Yeah, and I want to talk. One, I want to talk a little bit about this though. I um, I think this goes to like Aether's comments and also Larry's comments, right? And we talk about the running game. We talked about it last week um, on our live as well about Justin Herbert specifically. When we say balance, so remember, if we look at the statistics of what Kellen Moore did with um, the Cowboys, uh, he he passed the ball 63% of the time out of 11 personnel. But he ran the ball sixty uh, around 62% of the time out of 12 personnel, right? So two tight ends. My point is, um, that's where I think Justin Herbert if he's in that set and he knows it's a running play and they're definitely blitzing and okay, let's audible out of it and do a passing play. Right. Yeah. He needs to start doing that more. Right. And I think that's where I think he, when we say balance, the 50, 50 thing, in my opinion, doesn't really matter. I think what you should do is be aggressive to whatever they're showing you and yeah. pick the play at the line that is best to win that play. Right. If you remember Peyton Manning, when he was the quarterback, he would have three plays called in the huddle, I believe. Yeah. And he would check to any of them as it was go. He sees this. Okay, let's go this way. So it didn't really matter what the initial play call was. Right. They had three different options at the line, depending on what he saw from the coverage. That's what I want to see Justin Herbert do. I think that's the next iteration yeah. of him. I mean, that's what all the greats. Tom Brady did that all the time. You yeah. know Tom Brady did that. Well, um, it's yeah. it, it'd be good if uh, Herbert can do that, but as long as he doesn't like get a bigger head every single year, you know, because uh, Peyton Manning's got a big old head, man. So it's like you know, <laughs> <laughs> he got a huge, he got a huge dog. That's right, yeah. that's right, yeah. <laughs> um, but and that'd be perfect though, you know, because realistically, it's let's just be honest. Like the simplest form of NFL is rock paper scissors. Yep, you're, you're gonna pass or you're gonna run or you're gonna kick it. So, yeah. uh, and obviously you can, you can predict what the defense is going to do before you, uh, the pre snap and say so like, okay, so they're going to, they're, they're on a pass defense situation. Let's run the ball then, you know, yeah. like, yeah, let's run it up. Yeah. The yeah, well, and, and again, you're exactly right. Right. And, but keep it simple, stupid, right. We've talked about this yeah. so many times, folks, right? Like, and again, James and I are in sales and, um, Dude, don't overcomplicate it. And to Zach's yeah. point, um, he, he, you know, again, Lombardi, here's the thing. Lombardi liked, so Austin Eckler talked about this two weeks ago. He would go into a game plan. He'd say, okay, we want to do more gap runs. We want to do more zone reads. We want to do more for the running game. The problem is he never adjusted his game plan from going yeah. into the game. Yeah. And a lot of those run plays that we ran were so complicated. Guards are going this way and it just there's just too many pain points or things that make that play go wrong. That defensive lineman can just come in, take the right side of the play. And he didn't have a lot of running options. So you could see in certain formations, okay, I think there's a 60% chance he's going to run this. I'm going to step into this a gap quickly and just try and be a run stop. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. He made it more difficult for our running game to be good. And he did obviously telegraph way too much. So yep. that's one of the things as well, too. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Simplify it, simplify it, simplify it. It makes the game easier if you just simplify it as much. And then once again, I go back to that overloading. Um, yep. If you could overload their defense, put more pressure on them. Once again, even if you had five men on the line, but then you had four wideouts spread out, that helps out a bit for, you know, the defense has four guys they got to figure out how to cover 100%. plus a running back. Like, yep. And, Austin Echo is a pretty good running back, by the way, for even catching the ball. So even if you decide to catch the ball, he, you got five targets out there that could really be deadly for your defense. So if you just overload them and make it easier for us or the team, I, I'm not the player, by the way. I'm not playing on the, on the field. But if we make it easier for our offense to operate as a run game or a pass game, just make it harder on the defense somewhere or another. If we could simplify it, and just make it difficult on them will will thrive in the run game and the pass game so 100 yeah and and out of your falcon line you're right cornerback rooms uh you know are, are huge it's very important and good point yeah. here Aether, right you know 
Um, Because, look, again, we're trying to stop, you know, long, explosive plays. Brandon said he talked about this a lot last season. Yep. Because I remember he was getting a lot of heat. I think it was like week 12, week 13. We were just getting gashed like left and right. You know, actually might have even been against the Falcons, if I remember correctly. Um, yep. He's like, why aren't you stopping the run? And he's like, look, he basically broke it down to the, the media. He said, look, at the end of the day, it's more important to stop the explosive plays downfield than the running plays. Because the running plays, you can get people to stop. Now, you do have those safeties and corners that actually can play the run well. And that's yeah. hard to do because they're they're undersized compared to like a Bijan Robinson or Tyler Azier, you know, for our Falcon Minds folks, right? Because they're very good. I mean, yeah. a great example. The reason why people like Bijan Robinson, he's a big freaking dude, and he's yeah. young and he's super athletic, right? How are you going to put that guy on the ground? So, yeah. anyways, but that's a really good point. Aether talked quite a bit about John Elway. You know, um, it's a good point. But Larry, you're exactly right too. It's hard to win when you don't have a running game. You have to right. look. Yeah. You got to control the clock, you know? Control That's the, the biggest clock. thing. Control the well, clock. That's the Schottenheimer, Schottenheimer, or what was it, the, the Marty ball. Marty you know, when you yeah. got the lead, run the ball and just drill that clock down as right. much as you can. It was kind of infuriating sometimes to be able to watch <laughs> because then it yeah. You're like, find oh, we're, some we're, way that it doesn't work. Right. And then, we're only like, you know, 10 points up, you know, like, oh, start the yeah. Marty ball. It's like, eh, let's be a yeah. little bit higher. Let's get you know? a couple, yeah. let's get a score at least. Yeah, let's yeah, get yeah. a little bit more comfortable than that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think, though, you know, Moore is going to give Herbert a lot more freedom. I hope he does. Right. And I think that's where, like, the, the conversation with getting Herbert signed and the extension and things like that are going to be very interesting. So, you know, we'll see what happens, you know, moving forward with that. Um, uh, but it's going to be good. Uh, this is so, again, I, I guess the big knock on Spiller, specifically original one, was the fact that he wasn't a very good uh against the, the the pass rush, right? He didn't do a good job of actually getting, you know, protecting Herbert. Eckler is very good at that despite his yeah. size. So, you know, it's a good situation, you know, to have him. I, I really hope he steps up very much this this season as well, too. Yeah, Fournette, Zeke. Man, there's a lot of running backs out there, folks. There's a lot, man. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I, I was just reading an article this morning about an undrafted player that could actually make this team that, you know, a lot of people think Elijah Dotson, you know, that guy yeah. – um, could be a pretty good guy right so um you know i don't know there's a lot of folks that i think you know could definitely step up in the undrafted room brandon silly specifically talked about that and i i think when you start seeing like these because what do we have left what 14 million in salary cap left james yeah it's something Uh, like that now i know we still haven't uh signed Thule yet but um, but yeah, we're a little bit over 10 million. I think it's like 12 million. I think you gotta wonder why though. Like what, like why, why is Thule not signed? That's, that's a really interesting yeah. one to me. Mm-hmm. Well, they were chatting a little bit about that and they said, you know, it, it, you shouldn't worry about it by any means. I mean, he was in there and in, you know, the mini camps and everything like that too. It's for whatever reason, I don't know, but I think I saw that there's only like 12 players that are unsigned from the draft class and you know obviously Thule's one of them in the second round I don't know and understand why he's not signed but maybe it's just once again maybe a Joey Bosa situation when he got in he wants certain amount of guarantees but I mean a second round pick you kind of know where you're at you that's correct I think you know, uh, it's, it's like later uh, second round by the way yeah. too what I saw for Thule was that, that uh there was like a language situation in the contract that they wanted to kind of have clarify clarity on it um i it was kind of similar to what joey bosa had when he was first signing too Mm -hmm. um so there's just something in there maybe has something to do with injury clauses or something like that i don't know you know got it yeah see and and this is where agents start stepping in and muddying up the waters right you know um uh, look, it's a business folks. Right. And that's, but it is frustrating, you know, as fans, cause we sit back and we're like, we want to see Thule out there. Cause let's face it, folks. Uh, I am going to do a video on five players that are no longer going to be with us in 2024 for most likely. Right. Um, I think that's a really interesting conversation and you know, it's, it's also a controversial one, but guys, folks, yeah. there's no news happening right now. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're generating material for you guys, you know, but, you know, and again, we're having conversations like we have all the time, but, but look at the end of the day, folks, right? Look, it's a business. These guys are, you know, paid athletes. They're glad they're the modern day gladiators. They're out there, you know, sacrificing their body, you know, and um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. So I don't know. I, I think, I think it's a interesting conversation. 
Um, and Aether, what's your question? Um, oh, he, just, he just he just put it up. So it's, it's for you and me, Andy. Okay. Um, Bringing yeah. that heat. James, my bro. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I already I already answered this one. He chatted with me about no, no, this one. So oh, I want to hear your it's guys. Th- it's this one right here. Yeah. Kyle, oh, Bolts in the Super Bowl tie game. One twenty-three to go. Fourth and goal. Are you kicking the field goal or are you going for it? James can answer it after them. Well, let's see. Is it uh, Patrick or Mahomes are going, we're going against right now? No. Well, you can't do that in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. It would probably be the Eagles or somebody like that. Probably you know? Eagles. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just saying, like, who's, who's the other quarterback? You know, like, I mean, like, what quarterback of the NFC has the – uh, the gumption to bring it down the field in the, less than a minute. They say like the Niners, Brock Probably Purdy Niners. or something like that. Eh. Like Brock Purdy, let's say. See, Ram I would say you, with I would say you go for it. I'm, I'm going to say you go for it here at this point. Because look, here's the end of the day. Well, what's fourth I, and goal? Like, is it like, are we fourth and short? Like, is it like, yeah. you know, like, or is it like, what's the yardage here situation? You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's like fourth and two, yeah, you you punch that in, you know. You just freaking just you know squeeze it in. I would say, yeah, yeah. I want some you know, touchies. well, but see, but see, there's so so many hypotheticals here as well, too. Okay, yeah. so why don't we throw this out in the chat as well, too, folks? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Aether's question? Because my thought is this also, right? There's so many variables. How is our defense playing? What's the score? Are we holding yeah. them at all? Right. Uh, how many injuries do we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who's on our offense, right? I mean, maybe we have two plays that we really like at goal and we and cues out for some reason. And, right. you know, Mike, Mike Williams is out. Right. And maybe we don't, you know, you know, it's, it, it, there's so many variables to that, but again, no. I, I, that's a tough one. A field goal makes sense. That right. would probably save the, the, the court the head coach's job, at least. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Up. You yeah. know, but but uh, you know that's that's an interesting conversation. But it's so hypothetical too. I yeah yeah I, I, we're probably over th- overthinking it, Aether. But uh, yeah, that, that's I, I realistically that's the thing too. Because like, I know it's like you know a fourth and goal is inside of the ten, of course. But yeah. like it's like at fourth down, I would imagine that we would be even closer to it. Um, and that you know if it's fourth down, then that might mean that we we haven't been able to run the ball very well. We haven't been able to pass the ball very well at that point so realistically i would probably just go for the the the, the three points with a field goal then you know it's like okay you know see i would say i i i, I actually i'm a bit of a risk taker i would say I probably lean towards the field goal but i would also figure out where i'm at in the situation right are all my game players out there do we have a play that is like 90 percent effective yeah. You maybe run for it, you know, who knows? But yeah. a fake in the corner, well, that's risky as hell, dude. Well, because you, yeah. you, you can also get a penalty, too, right? But then, yeah, I think going into it more, too, it's like you kind of don't want to go for the field goal because people are sinking field goals from the 50 yard line now. So yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, so all they got to do is just get it to midfield and then they can get the sink that field goal, you know? So I mean, you really do want to punch it in, you know, because then yeah. that's, a, you know, that secures the game even more because it forces the other team to have to run it downfield and yeah. all the way. And I, yeah. I know when Aether asked me that question, he I don't think he put it as fourth and short kind of situation. So yeah. it's that's a very tough, hard position to think of. Like if you do go with the field goal, which I said initially as a field goal, uh, just because it really also matters on what your defense was doing up yes. to this point. So if your defense was struggling at that point, yeah, you might be like, I don't know, we could really hold these guys at right. uh, 123 left in the game or whatever it might be in late in the fourth. But if it's like fourth and two, you could you get two yards? Yes. Probably. You know, yeah. you might see Justin Herbert do if since we talked about uh Elway just a little while ago, you yeah. might see uh, the Elway Justin Herbert kind of uh, run to the goal line helicopter touchdown <laughs> thing that he did. Yeah. I mean, that's when you put that was your body not... on the line at that point. Like you're trying hey, to win the it. Super Bowl, put your body on the line. The season's over with after this game, regardless. Like, yeah. So I don't so, know, man. Like that's a very situational thing. If it's fourth and short, 
I, you want to see Big Ball Staley actually be Big Ball Staley? I mean, yeah. if you think in, about in the, these... this, it, no bigger balls going to happen than doing that fourth down in the situation Super Bowl. in the Super Bowl yep. with the game on the line. But I guarantee yeah. if, he, if it converted and happened and the Chargers won the game, everybody would be like, Brandon Staley's a genius. But if you yep. screwed it up, Brandon Staley's an idiot. Like, yep. it's, well, it's, it, and the other thing you have to remember too, folks, right, is, well, let's say we don't convert. The game is tied. Yeah, they have to drive what? Let's say ninety-nine yards down the field. Exactly. Yeah. That's the other point of it. So but it wouldn't be ninety-nine. They could just bring it down to fifty-yard line, and then they could kick the field goal, pretty much, because that's what people have been no, doing. No, no. They, they, what are you talking? Well, they still have to get to that so, point. So, they, no, so say we miss the field goal, we miss the um, the touchdown. It was tied already. So yeah. they still have, they have all they have to do is get the field goal and then then they win. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, it wouldn't be right, the fifty right, yard right. line. You're that that that's like a ridiculously long field goal. But they've been God. doing it. They've been yeah. doing it. That's, that's like seventy happened. yards though, dude. That's like, like that's like five, you, you can only have like five times. Tucker well, okay. would probably be the only guy out there, or uh, Justin Tucker would probably be the From, only uh, guy that probably Ravens? would be able to hit that. Yep. Yeah. Like that's the only guy that's like a sure <laughs> bet in the NFL, in my opinion. That, you know, I got Nate Keaton's signature on one of my hats, too. So, yeah. I'm there. <laughs> you you, you yeah. know, I found a uh, – I have a bucket, Chargers bucket hat, and it's signed by Drew Brees. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, I got it when it was the training camp when the Chargers were doing training camp for some weird reason out in Carson, California. And I got Drew Brees to sign it. I found it the other day, and I was like, oh, this is crazy to find this thing. Signed Drew Brees chargers bucket hat man trip well you know um I, guys I, I this the season can't get here soon enough i know um you know we're, we're sitting here just reminiscing talking about a lot of hypotheticals but and clearly folks everyone on this pod is like excited for football yeah i dream i dream about football man i tell you, i think about it all the time so oh yeah um oh, yeah. why don't we give our final thoughts and wrap up and then um you know, kind of go from there. So maybe Kyle, you want to go first and then uh, James and I'll, and I'll wrap up. We'll go from there. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my biggest thing is that like, you know, the running backs, they need to be utilized again. And I feel like they do need to get paid a lot more because yeah. even though they aren't um, necessarily being used as running backs, most of the time they are an essential part of the game. Yeah. And you know, because they do play a critical role, because no matter what, they're gonna move that clock, and they're gonna they're gonna chew up yards and stuff too, because um, you really can just get like three if you really just get a decent running back that can yep. get um, the yes you're right and, and bottom line with that Super Bowl thing yeah you have to trust the, the defense either way don't convert it yeah yeah just go for the points trust the defense to do its job and win the game that way even though it, it freaking makes you want to like you know have a heart attack though every single time <laughs> yeah buckle uh, up buckle yeah, up that's right that, that's that's the way the charges do it so yeah. uh but yeah so like when it, with a running back you can easily make a third and short situations every single time if you get just you know two to three yards every single time and so the fact that they're not being used enough these days, it really just kind of upsets me because, man, I'm telling you, LaDainian Tomlinson was, like, one of, like, the best, like, things about the Chargers, and we yep. haven't seen that in a long time, you know, like, even with other teams. And so I just I just feel like that, you know, the running backs, they get a bad rap, and yep. they should be paid more and respect, and respect that position even more. So, but I think I understand why because – most of the games are always won in the last like three minutes of the game, and that and that is decided by the quarterback to make some plays and get the ball downfield faster than you know under on that under two minute situation. Yep. So. Uh, James, what are your thoughts, yeah. sir? You want to answer Aether's question here as well, too? Yeah, I was just going to answer Aether's question on that too. So craziest Super Bowl moment I think was when the Giants had helmet catch to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. <laughs> On yep. their undefeated season, they they lost that one. Basically, yep. they are almost a nineteen and zero team, and it was like what is it, twenty seconds left in the season or something. Basically, they ended up doing that and beating them. That it's kind of ironic. I talked with a guy yesterday that had a Giants tattoo with all the Super Bowls that they've won, and I was like, that was the craziest Super Bowl I've ever seen. He's like, oh yeah, that's this one, and he had like the Super Bowl, like of which Super Bowl it was. I don't know fifty. 
47 or 48 or whatever it was. And so, ironically, you bring that up. I, I chatted with the Giants fan about that yesterday. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to the to the theme of the uh, show here, running backs basically do get a bad rap. I think they do have kind of almost in a sense like they're like kickers in a sense. You could find another kicker always. I yep. think they're in a weird way. They're kind of thinking the same thing for running backs. Is I'm a dozen. Yeah. I'm a dozen. You could always find another guy. I mean. As a great example, Austin Eckler's an undrafted guy and is now one of the top running backs in the league. You know, guys aren't really getting paid a lot. When Melvin Gordon was trying to get a contract with the Chargers, he was being kind of a little greedy from what I was hearing. And then he ended up signing like a two-year, $14 million deal with the Denver Broncos, and now he's not on that team anymore. And he eventually became a practice squad guy on the Chiefs, didn't even touch the ball for the Chiefs, and got a Super Bowl ring. Um, It's quick. Running backs careers are quick and short and i think that's kind of why they're looking at a five-year span for running backs and that's it and it sucks to see that until the league shifts because it becomes a copycat league back to that running game you might see that with the falcons if they have a really really successful season this year because they got two extremely good running backs until there's a team that could go to the super bowl and win it with good running backs with an average quarterback it won't change. It will not change at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and you, you bring up a really good point, man. And, and the, well, let's, um, I think bottom line, uh, it, you know, I'm, I'm just debating whether or not I want to answer Zach uh, Benson's question first. Actually, let, let me do Zach Benson's question. Breakfast burritos. Yes. Yeah, no, 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 this one right here, but, but Ocho, mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw Ocho saying he's going to surpass Herbert after week one. Cause he thinks, he thinks, he thinks two is going to beat us week one. Got it. And, yep. you know, and, and Larry said it perfectly, dude. Yeah. He's, he's just, a, he's a Herbert hater, right? You know, he yep. says he's what a social media quarterback or whatever. Right. Like, look, I don't know. I don't know why this guy's got a little hate against Herbert. Who knows? You know, maybe, maybe <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. Maybe, I, just you know why? Me. I, I think it's honestly because Justin Herbert is a very searched for term. And yeah. so he wants to actually constantly talk about Justin Herbert. So that way he can actually build up his own career off of Herbert's coattails yeah, by throwing shade, shade on him. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's actually a good it, point, right? It's, yep. it's, it's just reverse uh, marketing, you know? So it's just like, yeah, he thinks he's yeah. being smart, but he, he ain't. Nah. So he's click, he's clickbait. Right. And that's fine. Yeah, he's clickbaiting. Yeah. 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 You know, actually that, that we should, we should tell the, the brisket bras to do that. Acho is clickbait, dude. That's, that's what he is. Acho's clickbait. Acho's clickbait, dude. That's right. Uh, yeah. So um, going back to like uh, the, the running back conversation, you know, look, it, it's unfortunately that's the state of the league. I mean, you know, linebackers aren't getting paid a whole lot of money either. Right. In fact, um, you know, mo- we're going to be running nickel a lot folks. Right. And I think nickel, you don't usually have you have one linebacker in there you bring another defensive back in there right to to have a little more speed and that's typically what you run so my point is you know even that position is being modified and less valuable i mean look at what we signed kendrick's for right one are one of the best linebackers in the league doesn't matter so this is the business we kind of want to show you the business side of the conversation folks at the end of the day but i am i'm gonna say this i'm just happy austin eckler's back right he seems motivated he showed up looking ripped. You see that little half cut off shirt. You seen his abs? Like, damn, bro, what's going on? So, um, and uh, you know, it's one of those situations where you just have to sit back and say, "All right, that's that's a good situation." You know, yeah. seeing him back, and I think we're gonna have an amazing year, folks. You know, but oh, yeah. I think there's a very good chance he's not gonna be with us next year. But you got to ask yourself this question: How much money is gonna get paid somewhere else? So, is it gonna be less? It, it, that's my point, no, right? He, you know, it's you know, he might be, you know. Uh, sweating pennies right at this point, right? You're going to make a half a million dollars to go to the Texans. Well, they're, they're going to suck and you're going to yeah. get your knee blown out, you know, because yeah. you don't have any blockers, right? So anyways. Yeah. Uh, well, in, in, and on top of that too, like, I mean, Austin Eckler's not getting any younger. He's, he's still a, a workout freak by all means. I mean, he could be a guy that has a longer career as a running back just because he keeps his body pretty healthy. Yeah. He doesn't even drink coffee, basically, from what I heard from some interviews. Yep. Like, the dude just doesn't cool. want to put certain things in his body that, like, you know, screw with his brain or whatnot or his body chemistry or whatnot. So, yeah, I mean, Austin Eckler, he's a stud. I mean, we'll see where he ends up going. I just don't know. I, I mean, he's going to play out with the Chargers for this season, but it's going to be interesting to see what he ends up getting paid. I would assume that's going to be less, even with the production that he ended up getting. But 
and it will probably have again this year. I mean, I if he does another 20 it. touchdown season this year, that's phenomenal. Yep. Yep. That's exactly right, man. I'll tell you. And yeah, you know, Calvin, I like that. It's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I think it's funny, man. I, I, it's funny. A lot of people keep thinking the donkeys are going to be good this year. I just don't see that dude. I, I don't know, man. Everyone's just hyped on the whole Sean Payton train. I'm like, dude, yeah. and they're like, oh, dude, Russell Wilson's looking ripped now, man. He's still a bitch. That's what he is. No, he's a, he's a, he, he looks a like a bag of russet potatoes, baby. Yeah, dude, russet come on now. He's still yeah. a bitch. Anyways, no, but look, guys, hey, so one other thing I will say this, folks. Guys, we cannot implore you enough. Come to camp, right? We are going to be there week one. Uh, the first weekend, as soon as it opens up, we're going to be there three days in a row. It's going to be a, a blast. We want to we want to see yep. you guys. We'll have a conversation. Let's talk. Like you know, we, we don't do this to just yeah. I mean, like you know, guys, we literally talk about this all day on our group thread. So yep. we're throwing things around. We're like, hey, let's do a podcast and, and meet some fans and have a conversation. So mm-hmm. we want to meet you. We want to want to communicate with you folks. So make that happen. So but then also sure. Zach, yes. Uh, I, I am interested to find some more, uh, you know, Chargers fans that have like small businesses in the area and stuff like that. And I would love to sit there and chat with some more people like that. Um, and yeah, I want to I want to get some more of those videos out there. I want to I want to get more of the the things that the family is doing and actually put it on our show and stuff like and just get some more uh, stuff out there and promote the family, you know. Yeah. So hey, you should reach out to uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Me, <laughs> yeah. 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 You I should know. reach out to them. Yeah, they're the best couple, tacos. Yeah, there's a couple of ch- other places like that that I want to do too. Um, I know there's a um, the Philly cheesesteak place uh, called yeah. um, uh, shoot. It's 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 over in the valley, whatever. But yeah, I, I got some options, so I definitely got some options. <laughs> yeah, That'd be legit. Yeah. Well, guys, um, good video. Who's gonna hit the button? I can uh, do it. Yeah, you oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we dude. are the Bull Bros. See you in the next one. Let's go. Woo.